Hello and welcome back to Coach's Corner. I'm Derek and in this episode we're going to talk about how to best prepare for PT Recruitment Day. I run recruitment days for Gymbox. I designed a whole process and in this episode I'm going to break down that process and the things we look for during a recruitment day. So if you're applying for Gymbox, this will of course help you, but if you're applying for another gym train, then this still applies. The stuff we cover um, within this lesson, you know, will apply depending on what the interview process is, it'll still be quite similar. So the way I'm gonna break down this episode, we're gonna talk about how to prepare, uh, what to do on the day, how to pass a practical assessment, how to prep a business plan, and then what the process is after you get offered a position or if you get feedback. So I hope you enjoy it and we're gonna bounce straight into the next section. So it's so important in the build up to applying for a PT position that you actually do some research, look into the company, look into what they offer, and then, because you need to decide first of all if you wanna be an employed PT or a self-employed PT. So employed PT being you work for the gym. The clients pay the gym and you have a PT manager and a PT manager will pay you. And you'll probably fall into some form of tier system based on your level of ability as a trainer and your time in that company. So that's like a tier based model in an employed setting. The self-employed model is you pay a license fee to the gym, the client pays you and you run your own self-employed business out of that gym. So you need to decide if you wanna be self-employed or employed first. Once you decide that and you choose a company you wanna work for, I would then really look into location. So sometimes people turn up to recruitment days and they're like, I'll work anywhere. Now it's, it's okay saying that, but what you really wanna do is kinda of at least try to narrow your search. You wanna to try to go, I live here, this is how long it's gonna take me to get into work. If, you're, if you start getting commuter trains that you need to change three, four times, it will be very stressful, it will get very stressful very quickly and then you end up, it won't be sustainable. What you need to try to do is find, first of all, good location for where you live, you know, because you're either going to be a morning PT or an evening PT, so can you get there for 6am or at 8pm, 9pm when you finish, how long is it going to take you to get home? All this stuff is massively important when you're first looking for a job and you need to really think about this as a PT. And then once you find the location you want to work, I would highly recommend you go in and ask to see the gym. Go and have a tour if possible. Go see the layout. Go get, you know, you, you wanna be coming into a recruitment day saying, listen, this is, my, this is the gym I wanna work in. I can see myself working here. I've been here before. And that's the type of research and prep I'll do before I even apply. You don't wanna just send CVs out aimlessly to a million different gyms. You wanna choose a gym you see yourself in. You know, you when you walk into a building, you normally know this is the right fit for me. So what I'd highly recommend is that you look into, first of all, decide if you're gonna be employed or self-employed, look into which company you wanna work for, looking for location, and then try to pick a gym that best suits you. Once you've done that, you can build your whole business plan around that model. And it's so obvious when people have done that because they come into a PT interview so much more prepared. Okay, so you've been invited in for a PT interview or you've been invited into assessment day. Here are my top tips of what to do on the day. So first of all, turn up on time. Do not stress yourself out by being late. So you will not fail a recruitment day for being late, but you will stress yourself out. I see it all the time, um, like I start at nine o'clock, my recruitment day start at 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. I start a presentation, and during that presentation I'll see emails come through saying, oh Derek, I'm gonna be five, 10 minutes late, and I'll see people come busting busting through the door, you know, they've got their bag on, their coats on, and then they're like trying to sit down, apologize, 
and I've already started a, um, a presentation. They might miss five, ten minutes of a presentation that's more important for them than it is for me. So you're not going to fail a recruitment day for being late, but you're just going to put yourself under unnecessary stress. So even from my point of view, I'm teaching at 9 a.m. If I turn up at 9 a.m. and you lot are all sitting down in this classroom ready to go and I'm setting up my laptop and apologizing, it's just a bad start. So I personally get there at half eight so I can have a coffee, I can you know, get changed, I can relax, I can get my PowerPoint set up, I can play on my phone for a bit and I can just calm down before I teach and then I'm in a better mindset to teach. You guys are coming in um, to find out about a company and you've got to realize that this is a PT position is a two-way recruitment day. It's a two-way process. I've got to make sure you're the right fit for our company and you've got to right, make sure that we're the right fit for your business. So if you've got questions that need answering and you're turning up late, you're going to miss the opportunity to ask those questions or find out the answers and then what's the point of giving up your day and then you turn up late. So don't put yourself under that stress. Just turn up on time. Leave early. If you've got sessions before, like morning sessions or you've got sessions afterwards, don't restrict your time. Don't put pressure time pressure on yourself just cancel those sessions that day move into the weekend move into another time slot because end of the day you're applying for a new position which will be your future so don't like go oh i've had to do a 6 a.m 7 a.m then sprint across the city change your day for this one recruitment day or this one job interview because end of the day you're applying for a reason because you want to move on so come to this day best prepared be on time and be ready to learn and take stuff in because this is your only opportunity to find everything out um, next is prep questions. So as you're applying, there should be some questions. It could be rent based. It could be if you're applying for an employed model. It could be the tier prices or whatever, or how many sessions you might have to do. It might be something about floor hours. Prep all your questions, and then throughout presentation, the presentations, hopefully we tick off all those questions, and then you know you'll leave there knowing everything you need to find out. Uh, bring the notepad so you can take notes. Avoid using your phone. It just looks like you're messing around, and yeah just clear out your diary and be prepared um, to come in and find out about the company you've just applied for what I'd also do is start prepping a, for an icebreaker now when you do group stuff you know you're going to get asked to stand up and give an intro and the intros I normally do is okay I want to know your name your previous PT experience your sport and fitness background and kind of which club you want to work in and the reason I've got those four things is name first of all to find out who you are uh, your previous PT experience is not like your full CV. It'll be like, okay, I've worked in this gym for three years. I've been employed for two years. I worked in this company for 10 years and then I switched over to fitness and I've, uh, or I've just passed my level three. And I'm just looking for my first gym. Just prep something like that. Then I always ask the PT, their sport and fitness background, just to kind of find out what type of trainer they are and what they're into. And then I ask them which gym they want to apply for just so we can see like they thought it through and just kind of, you know, I've run centralized recruitment for 10 sites. I want to see whereabouts they want to work. So it's nothing to catch people out. It's just like a little intro to find out more about you. Okay, so just prep some answers. So when you do stand up, you don't absolutely freeze and you've got some stuff prepared. Okay, so depending on which gym you've applied for, you might have to do a practical assessment. Now these practical assessments are here for us as assessors to see what you're like as a coach, to see you move, to see you teach, to hear you coach, to see what you're about. Okay, so we know, first of all, that these are all good situations. You'll be paired up with another personal trainer, one of you will be a demo, one of you will be a PT, 
So one of two, one of you will be a client, the other one will be a PT, and then you'll be assessed by a PT manager. So we know this is an August situation, but try not to stress about it. If you're being a demo, if you're being a client, just play along. If you're being a PT, we're just, we're not expecting the perfect session. We just want to see your approach to running a taster. So pretend you've, uh, the best way is to pretend you're doing a taster session in real life. So pretend you've got a one hour slot with a new member that they've got this taster. You've offered them a taster on the gym floor. What are you going to do? We want to see a 10 to 15 minute consultation followed by a 40 to 45 minute practical. So with the consultation, we just want you to ask questions about their training, their goals, um, their training history, asking about injuries, asking about their nutrition and lifestyle, and then try to make a plan after that. Once we've kind of heard your consultation, when you feel you heard enough, we want you then to go into a form of doing a movement assessment. And this hasn't got to be an extreme FMS screening. It could just be if someone's got a dodgy shoulder, how are you going to check for that? Are you going to get a PVC pipe out and start doing some mobility work? How are you going to check their range of motion? If someone's got back pain, are you going to do any hamstring or glute stuff? You know, what are you going to check? So based on what they tell you, we want you to do some form of assessment as you would do in real life before you then get on to doing the practical and doing the coaching. So consultation, movement assessment, and then what I ask in my um, recruitment days is that you teach either a squat or a deadlift. And this is just so we can hear you coach. So let's say you chose a squat. We want to hear you. We want to see you do a demo of a squat. Uh, see you set up the rack, do a demo of a squat, for example, and then coach the client through the squat. Now, we're not looking for you to load up the plates. We're not looking things, for things to get hot and sweaty and start lifting heavy. You might put five kilos each side. We're not looking for a, um, a big session. We're only here to hear you, hear you coach, see what points you pick up, and then start asking you questions about the strength range and the structure of the session. Then from there, what we do is ask you, like, what's next? So you've got half an hour next uh, left. What's next? And you might say, right, what I'm going to do is some single leg work to fix this imbalance, for example. And then we'll say, okay, why is that? And we just want to hear your approach to training and your theory behind what you're offering. Okay. And then once we've heard enough, we'll keep asking you questions. And once you've heard enough, then we'll just switch your partners around. So we understand it's an awkward situation. You're under a lot of pressure, but we just want, this is our only opportunity to see you coach. And I think that's very important before we offer you a position in our club. Okay, so next we're going to talk about business plans. Now, when I mention the word business plan, people go into a bit of a panic, they overthink it, and you really shouldn't. When I talk about business plans, I'm just trying to make sure you're prepared for this role. I'm making sure you thought this process through. And when I talk about business plans, what I actually say is, if I was to put you in a gym next week, would you still be there in six months' time? Have you got a plan to make it and have you thought this process through? That's literally what I want to find out. So when it comes to a business plan, I basically want to know how do you plan to generate your client base? What happens when you sign up a client base and then your financial expectations? So, you know, you can break this down. 90 day business plan is the best way to start. First three months. And as a PT, you need to give yourself three months as a chance to grow your business. So what does the three month process look like? What does the next 12 weeks process look like? How do you plan to generate leads? What what hours per day will, we, will you be floor walking? Um, what hours are you going to be working? Sorry, when are you going to be training? How are you going to book people in? What does your consultation process look like? What do your prices look like? What is it you offer? You've got to remember, like the person you sit down with to discuss your business plan knows nothing about you. So you need to say, well, this is who I am. This is what I do. 
when I walk into the gym, these are the hours I work, I'm going to work, this is how I'm going to commit to the role, this is my expectations and how I plan to grow. When I sign somebody up, this is what they're going to get, this is what I'm going to go through with them, they're going to get a program, one-to-one -one coaching, nutrition support, weekly check-ins, you're going to tell me everything you do with a client and then finally you're going to be like, at the end of week 12 I want to be delivering 20 sessions a week. 25 sessions a week 30 sessions a week at this session at this price right and i'll be making this much money in revenue okay that's all we want to find out and when you write a business plan it's important you try the right one so when people come to the course some people will come prepped and some people go like completely like um, extremely prepped they come with a powerpoint presentation and they walk me through it that way that's great if you're someone that likes to present that way perfect if you're someone that likes to write things down on word and write like a document great if you're someone who likes to just make bullet points that's fine as well you're not going to fail because of bad prepared business plan you're going to fail by not being ready or not having the answers to our questions and when i run the recruitment day the pt manager team are really good and they're just trying to find out that you and we're trying to make sure you thought this process through we're trying to make sure there's no red flags that's going to potentially um you know hinder your chances of making it as a personal trainer within our within our setup so all we're looking to do is to figure out who you are what you offer and how you plan to grow your, your business and the process of writing a business plan and the reason why you should do it is it convinces you that this is the right job for you it convinces you that you've that this is the gym for you so once you've done your company research you've chose a location you found a gym you absolutely love and you can see yourself working in you're then telling us why this is a good fit for you and when you're doing these business plans and this side of the interview process, it's also a two-way interview. So me as a assessor, I'll be asking you loads of questions. I'll probably look for your business plan first, let you present first. I'll ask questions that you maybe missed. And then it'll be an opportunity for you to ask any final questions. Because remember, this is a two-way process. We need to make sure, the people that are assessing, you need to make sure that you're the right fit for our company. And then for you, you need to make sure that we can provide you the facility and the setup you need to run your business. So if you've got questions, you need to be asking us and we need to be asking you stuff. So uh, unlike a different interview process, it's a very unique one as a personal trainer. You're showing us that this is the right setup for you and that's all we want to see within your business plan. Okay, so the next steps. Two things are going to happen. You're going to get an offer letter or you're going to get some feedback. If you get an offer letter, that means you pass the recruitment day. So well done, congrats, we'll get you set up in club, we'll get you going, we'll get you moving on in your, the next steps of your PT journey. If you fail, you'll get feedback and there's nothing worse than failing, but it's all to do with how you react to failing. Now, as a PT team, as a assessing team, it's important for us that we place the right PTs in the club. What's not right is for us to put you in club and then you leave within your first month, you leave within your first six weeks. That's not good for you, that's not good for the club, that's not good for the members, and that just means we failed as a provider. It's important for us that we place the right PTs in the club when we think they're the right fit for the club. So if you fail, we'll give you some feedback, and what's really important is that you take that feedback on and then move on, okay? You know, there's a good old quote that says, we all need feedback, that's how we improve. And you always gotta remember, you gotta see things in a positive way, there's always another opportunity there's always another gym there's always a future day it's not a no it's a go work on yourself as a coach go become better and then come back at a later date if we don't think this is a right fit for you that's for a reason because we don't want a high turnover of staff and it's important that we place the right pts in the right gym so if you get feet if you get a foul 
take it on move on in a positive way go work on yourself as a coach and then come back at a later date Okay guys, that's the end of this episode. I hope you found it useful. So as a quick summary, turn up on time and be prepared. That's all I have to say. Uh, if you did like this episode, please like, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll be putting up a monthly coaching tip video as well as the podcast. So please like and subscribe. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments section below and I'll look, back, and I'll look to get back to you as soon as possible. Okay guys, um, best of luck in the future and thanks for watching.